the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along. We will talk today about... A lot, but two interviews for sure. President Trump's interview last night on Tucker Carlson and my interview with Mike Gallagher. Not so much about the contents of the interview, but about the context of the interview in light of the most recent polls. Joe Biden and Donald Trump and their popularity ratings and their unfavorability ratings. So we hope you plug in. You can participate in the show by calling 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. You can send me an email Bruce at SalemMedia.com. But we start with Columbus, Ohio and Dayton, Ohio, home to our two stations, 98.9 The Answer and The Answer Dayton, 94.5. Columbus and Dayton got dragged in yesterday to the snit between Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg and uh, U.S. Congressman Jim Jordan, who represents much of our listening area. Uh, Alvin Bragg filed a lawsuit against Jim Jordan yesterday. I mean, you know, if you're going to go after Donald Trump for nothing, you might as well go after Jim Jordan for nothing. Uh, (laughs) But that's not the funniest part, that Alvin Bragg, the DA in New York, thinks that he can file a lawsuit against a sitting member of Congress and one of the top and most influential members of Congress. Now, the funny part of this is the spokesperson for Alvin Bragg Making the point that Jim Jordan is over his skis, outside his lane, and should be concerned about things in Ohio, not things in New York. And the spokesperson for Alvin Bragg issued a very, very, very interesting supposed insult to Jim Jordan. It's supposed to be an insult. Okay, so... You know where this comes from, right? Bragg has filed a 34-count indictment against Donald Trump. It's basically one crime that Donald Trump acted upon or did something tangential to 34 different times, hence 34 counts. It's not really 34 different crimes. It's one crime that Trump signed off on this one day and entered it in a column on a spreadsheet another day. That's two counts. It's all bogus, phonied-up charges, and that's not just me talking. That's every person out there who analyzes this with any kind of objective eye, including a lot of Democrats, including a guy from the FBI, Andrew McCabe, who Donald Trump fired, said there's nothing in this. So that's the genesis of it. And then Jordan fires back. I want to hear from you, Alvin Bragg. We're coming to Manhattan. We're going to find out what you're doing. We're going to try to take jurisdiction away from you on this case. Okay, so Bragg in a completely transparent attempt to fight back against Jim Jordan, decides he'll sue Jim Jordan for interfering in Alvin Bragg's domain. So they file a lawsuit yesterday. Bragg does. It's 50 pages long. It's 
as much nonsense as Bragg's lawsuit against Trump is. But this is what caught my eye. This is what caught my eye. A spokesperson for Alvin Bragg said the following. If Jim Jordan truly cared about public safety, he could take a short drive to Columbus, Dayton, Cincinnati, Cleveland, Akron, or Toledo in his home state instead of using taxpayer dollars to travel hundreds of miles out of his way. Now, I find that very interesting, that the assertion of the Manhattan District Attorney spokesperson for Alvin Bragg is that, hey, you're coming to New York to show us up because Alvin Bragg has reduced 52% of felonies to misdemeanors and then has has gained a conviction on only 50% of those reduced charges. You need to pay attention to your own house, Jim Jordan. You venture outside your little enclave in Urbana, Ohio, West Central Ohio, and you need to get out to the cities of Ohio where the lawlessness abounds. Columbus, Dayton, Cincinnati, Cleveland, Akron, or Toledo. Now, would you happen to know, educated listener of the Bruce Hooley Show, would you happen to know what Cincinnati, Cleveland, Akron, Toledo, Columbus, and Dayton all have in common? Would you have any idea what they all have in common? And by the way, I could throw in uh, the other cities in Ohio that are among the 10 largest cities in Ohio. We could throw in Canton, Parma, and Lorraine. you have any idea what all 10 of those cities, the 10 largest cities in Ohio have in common? That's right. They all have Democratic mayors. Every single one of them has a Democratic mayor. And not just that. Here in Columbus, you may think we're special because we have an all-Democrat city council, but we're not special. You know who else is special in that regard? Akron. I looked it up. Akron has 13 members on its city council. How many do you think are Democrats? That's right, all 13. Now, a lot of cities in Ohio don't allow people to run with their political affiliation out there, but I can tell you from having lived in Cleveland that there might be one Republican on Cleveland City Council, but I wouldn't bet my house on it. Cincinnati and uh, one other city. What other city is it? Oh, Toledo. Cincinnati and Toledo also are heavily tilted toward Democrats on their city councils. And both of those cities have something in common, and that is that Democratic City Council members in both Cincinnati and Toledo have been charged with and in some cases convicted of conspiracy and bribery in the past. So they don't just have Democrat city councils. They have proven crooked Democratic city councils. So I'm just going to say to the Manhattan DA's spokesperson, this is not a smart defense of your DA to hold up Ohio's largest cities and say, well, you got a big crime problem in Ohio. You're right. We do. We have a big crime problem in Ohio because we have Democrats in charge of our major cities. And that is not make us special because that is the way it is everywhere, right? That is the way it is in Detroit, in Baltimore, in Milwaukee, in LA, in San Francisco. None of those places, none of them have Republican leadership and haven't had for a long time. It's why their cities are Absolute crapples. So uh, I hope Jim Jordan and his people 
given the chance to be interviewed, and I think Jordan is on special report tonight, I hope Jim Jordan takes note of this just to make sure that he does. I will uh, tweet it to him, tag him in it, so that he can make the point on Brett Bear. doesn't have to credit me. He can make the point on Brett Bear that, yes, indeed, we do have a crime problem in the state of Ohio, and all 10 of Ohio's largest cities are led by Democrats. Now, what about Columbus having a murder rate? Uh, The spokesperson for Alvin Bragg said that Manhattan has a lower murder rate than Columbus. Well, that doesn't sound good for Andrew Ginther or Zach Klein or Lashana Potts or Elaine Bryant or any of the other Dems leading our city in law enforcement and matters related to law enforcement. Is that true? Well, in 2022, Columbus had more homicides per 100,000 people, 15.4, than New York City, 5.1. We had three times as many homicides per 100,000 people. Way to go, Andy. Way to go, Andy. Between January 1st and December 31st of last year, 2022, 140 people were killed here in Columbus compared to 433 in New York. Well, how can we be higher then in terms of murder rate per 100,000 people? Obviously, because New York has a lot more people. Eight times, eight times as many people as Columbus, Ohio. Now, my research does not exist in a vacuum. Somebody over there at the Ohio Republican Party is doing at least a little bit of work. Nothing consequential on school choice, of course, Nothing consequential on protecting women's sports. But they awoke from their slumber enough to tweet how foolhardy it is to put Jim Jordan in the crosshairs for urban crime. Here is the tweet from the Ohio Republican Party. In case anyone is confused, Democrats Joyce Beatty, Andrew Ginther, and Columbus City Council have consistently supported soft-on-crime policies that contribute to rampant crime in Columbus, Out-of-state liberals attacking their Democratic colleagues is only highlighting their stupidity. Yeah, that's a pretty strong tweet. It's not as strong as mine, which I'll publish here momentarily during the break, where I will note that all 10 cities in Ohio, the 10 largest cities, are all led by Democrats, and that several of them have all Democratic city councils. Now, Donald Trump last night uh, partook participated in his first interview since being indicted by Alvin Bragg. Donald Trump was interviewed on Tucker Carlson. And we will talk about Mr. Trump's interview with Tucker. I believe it consumed the whole show. I watched the first half of it. I will catch up on the second half of it in breaks and bring you whatever there is in it that is newsworthy. There was definitely something newsworthy in it in the very first segment. We'll talk about poll results. Joe Biden's, Donald Trump's, and yes, I was on the Mike Gallagher show today, and Mike and I amicably uh, discussed our differences on Donald Trump, so we will assess that, analyze that, and we offer you the opportunity to participate. 844-TALK-989. It is The Bruce Hooley Show. Uh, Thanks to those of you who have uh, inquired on uh, social media and via email, Bruce at SalemMedia.com. I mentioned yesterday I was having a tooth extracted yesterday. Um, Yes, it was a three-song extraction. That means from the time they took whatever medieval torture device it is that they use to harpoon your tooth and pull it out, 
it took three full country songs for the tooth to come out. And I now have a hole uh, where my upper back molar was, in which I'm pretty sure I could fit a pillow. But I'm here today because I can't let go of the opportunity to discuss Donald Trump's interview last night on Tucker. Did you watch it? I would love to know your impressions. Oh, wait. I already know your impressions. You're likely all in with Trump. I know. 25% of you are. 25% of you. In the Republican Party, uh, will not listen to anything else except Donald Trump. And that was the subject of my interview today with Mike Gallagher. Mike and I got into a little disagreement last week where I was guilty, and maybe Mike was guilty, I don't know, of not fully investigating what each of us said related to the thing that we were arguing about. I heard it at the last like minute and a half of Mike Gallagher's show last week where he was talking about the T-shirts supporting President Trump in the aftermath of his indictment. And the t-shirt said, free Trump. And I mistook that Mike was personally profiting off the t-shirt, which he's since corrected me that he is not. Which is fine. And I told him yesterday, you know, that I'm a future Trump voter if Trump is the nominee, but that I believe that we have at least a responsibility to listen to other candidates because I think we have some people in the party who would be easier to elect president in 2024 than Donald Trump. See, I'm not interested in doing what the Democratic Party wants me to do as a conservative. And I fail to understand why we as a party don't realize that if the Democrats are doing everything they can. And this is the only place where they are actually doing everything they can. Uh, just a minute. Yesterday, we had a new a new Democratic um, proclamation that they are doing everything they can. It came from um, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin. We take this very seriously. Of course you do. And we will continue to work closely with our outstanding allies and partners and nothing will ever stop us from keeping America secure. We take nothing, nothing will ever stop us. So they're doing everything they can. We take this very seriously. Lloyd Austin's talking about the leaked classified documents. So they're always doing everything they can, right? Except the only place they're really doing everything they can, because they're not on domestic energy. They're not on securing the border. They're not on you know, winning the war with Ukraine. They're not, they say they're doing everything they can, but they're never doing everything they can. They're really usually never doing anything at all productive or constructive. But they are doing everything they can in one place, and that is to elevate Donald Trump so Donald Trump will be their opponent in the 2024 presidential election. And I find that to be a flashing red warning sign. Wait a second. Hold up. I'm going to, I'm supposed to, if I don't, I'm disloyal. If I don't get behind Donald Trump, but that's who you want me to elevate. That's who you want to run against. See, I feel like strategically it might be a good idea to at least consider that we ought to run somebody the Democrats don't want us to run. Don't want us to run. And I know Mike Gallagher and I differ on that. I differ on that with a lot of conservative pundits. I differ on that with, obviously, here on the Salem Media Network. I differ with Seb Gorka, Charlie Kirk, Mike Gallagher. They're all 100% in the bag for Donald Trump. If they could, king for a day, they'd make Donald Trump the nominee right now. 
I would not. I would not. And I put a Twitter poll up today, and I'm curious to know your thoughts. It's a. It's very rarely you can put up a Twitter poll that appeals to two disparate groups of voters. We have no more disparate groups of voters than Republicans and Democrats. But this question asked one way of Republicans and one way of Democrats will yield, I think, a very insightful poll result. And my question to Republicans is, if you're a Republican, which presidential ticket has the best chance to win? Likewise, the question to Democrats is, if you're a Democrat, which ticket would you fear the most? And your two options are Donald Trump and Kerry Lake as his vice president, or Ron DeSantis with Tim Scott as his vice president. And right now, the poll's been up for eh, half an hour. Right now, DeSantis and Tim Scott are getting 81% of the votes as the team that Republicans would love to have, that they think would have the best chance to win, and that Democrats don't want to run against. See, that to me is pretty insightful, pretty powerful, pretty I better pay attention to that. But Donald Trump last night is on Tucker Carlson, and so I watched it because it's my job to watch it, and I wanted to know, okay, is Trump going to be, here's what I wanted to know. I went into the interview last night with Tucker. I wanted to know one thing, one thing. Can Donald Trump take the clear persecution he is experiencing as the target of an indictment in New York State and perhaps one in Georgia and maybe one from the special counsel of the White House, can Donald Trump take that and use it to demonstrate why Democrats are unfit to maintain power? I wasn't watching the interview to hear Donald Trump talk about how he's being wronged. I know he's being wronged. I don't dispute that he's being wronged. He's being wronged. There's no question he's being wronged. But Donald Trump's appeal as a presidential candidate is not going to benefit from Americans looking at his indictment in New York as much as Donald Trump's appeal as a presidential candidate will benefit if he can show that this is what Democrats are willing to do to me and I can afford lawyers and I can afford injunctions and I can afford anything, but you can't. And after they're done with me, if they don't get me or even if they do, they're going to keep coming after you. That's what I wanted to know. Can Donald Trump, in other words, be focused, be disciplined, be targeted, strategic, tactical. That's the Donald Trump I need. He can point to all his many accomplishments in office from 2016 to 2020. That's fine, but you got to keep your mind on the future. So we'll grade him next. Did he do it or not? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.